today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Banks, um, as customers can easily open checking accounts, banks are kind of forced with this dilemma now is how do they recognize a primary account holder? Uh, we view it as they have a direct deposit set up and they have three or more recurring payments set up at that financial institution as well. So we do feel that our tool is critical for financial institutions to identify their account holders as primary account holders, not just uh, stagnant at checking accounts. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. As challenger banks battle over getting new customers, the discussion has moved over the big headline numbers to the quality of those new customers. More specifically, digital banks, but really all banks, are being judged on whether these new account openings turn into customers, whether these new users turn to the bank as their primary financial institution. ClickSwitch helps some of the biggest challenger banks and many traditional banks convert more account openings into new customers. Its technology helps new users easily switch over the direct deposits and bill pay to their new banking relationship. ClickSwitch founder and CEO, Cale Johnston, joins me on the Tearsheet Podcast. Tearsheet's Embedded Conference is an event that brings together financial institutions, technology players, and other firms from industries outside of finance adopting financial services. It isn't about banks versus non-banks. The Embedded Conference is about collaboration and tapping into the best each player in the ecosystem can offer. The nature of the financial institution is changing. Embedded finance turns every app, software, retailer, and business into a bank, and people are responding in kind. With the uptake of embedded finance, consumers are showing that they want to bank with the brands they love. We've got a star-studded lineup of senior leaders from Goldman Sachs, Marketa, Galileo, Q2, and so many more presenting on the future of embedded finance. To learn more and register, go to Tearsheet.co and click on events in the top navigation. I'm Keel Johnston. I'm the founder and CEO of ClickSwitch. We are an enablement tool that allows a customer to easily switch their recurring payments and their direct deposits from their old financial institution over to their new financial institution. I founded the company in 2015. Um, to date, we've partnered with over 500 financial institutions in the US and Canada who are using ClickSwitch. Awesome. I have a lot of questions. So I mean, we, we, at Tearsheet, we do follow the, the challenger bank industry, digital bank industry. Um, and we know that like one of the biggest challenges is getting people not just to open a bank account, but to use it as their primary bank account. So um, I guess getting that direct deposit is one way to define an account as, as being a primary. Um, this would help to solve that solution, right? It that does. Yeah. It does. So, you know, banks, um, as customers can easily open checking accounts, banks are kind of forced with this dilemma now is how do they recognize a primary account holder? Uh, we view it as they have a direct deposit set up and they have three or more recurring payments set up at that financial institution as well. So we do feel that our tool is critical for financial institutions to identify their account holders as primary account holders, not just uh, stagnant at checking accounts. Are there other ways that um, alternative ways, I guess, that banks are going after that direct deposit? Um, I guess it's just marketing, right? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. marketing. You know, our tool, when we first started, we tried to provide marketing credits to financial institutions. So if we get into a new territory, we want that financial institution to be able to market that they're offering the easiest uh, solution for a customer to come and open a checking account and get switched over. Um, so if you sign a bank in Florida, we want to be able to provide that financial institution in Florida to go out and promote that they're the easiest financial to institution to switch to. It is a good marketing tool for them to be a to be identified as that. And it's kind of helped us scale at the same time to increase our reach with uh, financial institutions that are actually utilizing our product. 
So, so can you take us through the mechanics of, of how that worked from a customer's point of view? Yeah, so on the front end, we're using uh, aggregation. So we like to identify who the customer is switching away from. So if they're switching away from Wells Fargo, they would enter their Wells Fargo username and password. We then log into that account and we show the customer, here's your employer and here's how you switch your direct deposit. And then here's 10 auto pays you have set up at Wells Fargo. So we identify you know, their mortgage, their energy bill, their Netflix, you go down the list and then the customer just clicks on which payments they want to now be pulled out of their new uh, checking account. So it's aggregation. And then once it hits our system, we have a database on the back end that is actually facilitating that switch with integrations into employers and also merchants. So we need to understand how the employer takes direct deposit change notifications mm -hmm. and how the merchant takes ACH payment uh, change notifications. Interesting. And where does the consumer first uh, interact with ClickSwitch? It's, it's on their new bank's website? It is. Yep. So okay. we come in right after the account is opened and then the bank actually enrolls the consumer into click switch. And then we target that customer to get switched over. Uh, we do it a number of different ways. Sometimes we're integrated into their online banking system. So the first time a user logs into online banking, we pop up and say, switching your account to ABC financial institution is easier than ever. Click here and get started. Um, other times it's more of an in-branch switch, for example. So they walk into a, to a branch, open up a checking account, and then we have trained uh, the bankers and the staff on how to use, utilize ClickSwitch uh, in that regards. I love that, that language that you trained them. They need, they need training from what, what we understand. But yeah, um, that's, our biggest, that's our biggest implementation tool is training and educating front, frontline staff on why this is important and how you need to position us um, within your onboarding solution. Tell us more about that. Well, there's a lot of turnover that comes mm -hmm. with frontline staff. And so we constantly are running training sessions throughout the day where financial institutions can pop in and out of and educate their frontline staff on the importance of why they need to use ClickSwitch. Um, we, it really requires executive buy-in. Like if we just sign a contract with a smaller financial institution, the CEO signs off on it, but it's not communicated to frontline staff. They're just not going to get the users. Mm -hmm. So we realize our, our product is only important um, if, we're, if we're driving um, messaging and positioning with that frontline staff. Sometimes we offer a compensation model to uh, frontline mm -hmm. staff. So after their first you know, 30 switches, we'll send them a $100 mm -hmm. uh, gift card for their efforts just to get driven in that this is your new process uh, moving forward. That's, that's just what uh, financial institutions find critically important is it needs to be driven into their process. Yeah. So interesting that there's that behavioral component. Um, do, you, do you have data that you can share about how um, efficient uh, ClickSwitch is in getting people to switch? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little all over board. So we're working with community right. banks, credit unions. We also work with tier one financial institutions. So we're targeting the top 100. Mm -hmm. uh, two of our clients are top 10 in assets. And then we're working with challenger banks as well. Uh, the challenger bank and tier one model is uh, more successful because it's better tech integration. So mm -hmm. we're integrated right into their account opening flow. Uh, when we sign a community bank who has less technical resources and clicks, which is just a white labeled uh, solution, uh, we see less adoption through that model. So we see more adoption through tighter integrations. We see less adoption, obviously, through white label, the white label approach. That makes sense. And, and how, um, I guess, what's the cycle time in terms of somebody initiating a switch and it, it getting switched over? Like what, what kind of time are we talking about? 
So the end user experience should take no longer than five or 10 minutes to get cycled through. Um, mm -hmm. if, if they work at an employer with 50 or less um, employees, we typically have to send out uh, a direct deposit change request form and avoid a check and follow the rails of their HR system. Mm -hmm. uh, that could take one payroll cycle or two payroll cycles to actually get completed. Um, but if you look at a customer that's not using ClickSwitch, it typically takes them about 30 to 60 days to get switched over. Uh, ClickSwitch is a five or 10 minute interaction that we're having with the end user. And then we facilitate that switch, basically taking the onus away from the end user. And we'll take on that burden and we're going to get you switched over. Got it. So, so I understand if you're working for an employer with less than 50 people, but if you're working for a large employer, how long does it take to get switched over? We've launched ClickSwitch Instant, which is a real-time uh, switching solution by utilizing robotic process automation. Mm -hmm. So we can um, identify who the payroll is. So if ADP, for example, is running payroll for their business, they, the end user can now enter their ADP username and password, hit submit. We then go in and we update their new direct deposit information. So their account number, routing number within that payroll system for a real-time switch. Other way we're doing that is um, with Fortune 500 companies, let's say you work at, at Best Buy, you mm -hmm. can enter your Best Buy username and password, hit submit, or if you work at Uber, you can enter your Uber username and password, hit submit, and we're updating the credentials right within uh, their app or their flow. So um, our, our technology has advanced in a way where we're kind of not, we're not as um, focused on forms moving forward. It's mm -hmm. more the ability to provide real-time switching, which adds additional business lines for us as far as income verification, employment verification, and so on. So uh, I want to get into those the additional business lines in a sec. I'm just curious about um, your own sales cycle into, into a bank. Obviously, it's going to be all over the map, mm -hmm. a, a, you know, top 10 versus a community bank versus a challenger, all different. Um, but what is what does that sales cycle look like and and where do you get pushback because it seems like a no-brainer to me yeah so um the pushback essentially is how do you create an roi model we came out of nowhere five years ago this product never existed so we were really focused on creating uh, an R an roi for the financial institution so we have to come up with metrics. So if a direct deposit and three occurring payments are hitting that account, the end user is you know, 10 times more likely to get an auto loan with their financial institution. They're 25 times more likely to use their credit card or debit card with that financial institution. So it's not just a direct deposit, it's what the downstream effect is as well. Um, so creating that uh, ROI metrics for our financial institutions have been critical in getting us, in getting us in the front door there. Um, like I said, we have 500 financial institutions under contract. We sign about 10 to 15 net new banks a month right now. Um, it's kind of just uh, how much can we take on at the current moment. Um, but pricing is critical with us and, you know, continuing to drive that value for, for the financial institution. So first, first touch to closing a financial institution, what, what, what are we talking months? Are we talking a year? Are we, what are we talking? I'd say our under a billion asset market is probably 30 or 60 day uh, closing cycle. Um, our top 100 is probably uh, 12 months to 18 months mm -hmm. closing cycle. A yeah. lot of that is uh, they make the business case really quick, but then it goes over to procurement or it goes yeah. to compliance, legal, and you know they're they're redlining that contract, and then we we agree to it, and then we flip it back, and it takes you know two months to hear back from them. Uh, but we can churn out uh, uh, that under a billion market a lot faster, a lot more efficiently. 
Are you targeting that market? We are, yeah, pretty aggressively. And we're also targeting the fintech market. Um, so we're working with four of the top six challenger banks. So we're constantly looking at integrations and uh, providers for those solutions. So if the next uh, challenger bank that gets started, we want ClickSwitch to be part of that MVP, not just an add-on later down the road. So looking at partnerships with the BAS providers and the underlying banks, that's, that's really our model right now for that FinTech market. So I understood what you were saying, Kale, about like sort of the ROI model for downstream products. Like, is there a way to quantify like what a bank would see you know, in terms of ROI, general ROI by moving to ClickSwitch, using ClickSwitch? Yeah, so you want to look at direct deposit lift. Um, mm -hmm. Let's say they're at 20% direct deposit adoption without ClickSwitch, and then they run numbers of using ClickSwitch, and they're at 80% direct deposit um, uh, margins. We've done case studies that are public with like uh, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, who we provided mm -hmm. a tremendous lift to them right out of the gate of capturing that direct deposit. Um, so we try to provide those case studies from a credit union standpoint, from a community bank standpoint, from a tier one standpoint and a challenger standpoint. So they can really quantify um, if the product is effective to them or not. And I guess you can share your, those case studies that you have, even if they're not public with, with prospective clients, because you're seeing, you're seeing that lift, right? Or yeah, well, you're it's on the front end of lift. You don't, you don't actually see into lift, do you? Right. It's hard to pull those numbers from our mm -hmm. tier one customers because they see ClickSwitch as a competitive difference. So if, um, you know, the number five asset bank is using ClickSwitch, mm -hmm. number seven asset bank is not using ClickSwitch, they don't want us to really use their metrics and go and sign the number seven asset bank. Uh, community banks and credit unions, they tend to play uh, more in the same sandbox, especially in the credit union space. So they're more likely to share that data with us so they can get other credit unions on board to kind of retain those uh, credit union customers. And how do you guys make money? How do you price uh, ClickSwitch? So it's a, it's a per user fee on the FI space. It ranges from 20 to $25 a user that uses mm -hmm. ClickSwitch. So if they hit submit on a direct deposit, we charge the end user $20. If they hit submit on a direct deposit and 10 auto pays, we charge $20. On the challenger bank space, we're only doing direct deposit. They only seem to be interested in direct deposit right now. So that ranges from four to $8, um, depending on the switch type. So if it's a RPA switch, uh, that's a $4 switch. If they're using a form to get uh, filled out, that's an $8 switch. Got it. Sorry, who's paying that? The, the end user or the, the bank itself, the financial the bank is Yep, the bank is uh, paying click switch. So our, our model is B2B to C. So mm -hmm. our contract is directly with the financial institution who then pays us when the switch is complete. Got it. And, and so I, I feel like there's more to the story. Like where does, where does click switch evolve to it? Is, is, are, you, are you just focused on expanding this or are there, are there ancillary product lines, ancillary services? Yeah, so for the last, I'd say, 18 months, there's been such a land grab for direct deposits, mm -hmm. and direct deposits have been so important. So it was very important for us to actually enhance our direct deposit automation through RPA. So that, that solution has been in the works for a long time. We just recently launched it, and we're getting really good feedback for real-time switching. Now that we've morphed into that RPA, it's more of an uh, aggregation model, okay? So um, that the underlying tech stack is now built for us to go out and do other unique things. So when you look at small business, uh, small business opens up a checking account with their, with their new financial institution to now have that small business team be able to utilize ClickSwitch and have that new business, let's say, log into their QuickBooks 
and then we can aggregate and pull two or three years of accounting history and then we can provide a confidence score to the financial institution. Let's say we pull three years of history, they have good cash flow, they're a good customer. We send a 99 uh, confidence score to the financial institution. They can come back and say you're pre-approved for a $250,000 credit line, a $50,000 credit card limit, or we can come back and say there's money laundering here or whatever the example is and there's a confidence score of one. We, we advise you not to do that. So the tech stack that we built for RPA is gonna allow us to get into additional business lines when it comes to uh, validation for community banks and credit unions. That's really interesting. And uh, I, I my the wheels were just churning in my head. Are you thinking about a consumer app and making recommendations for people switching financial institutions or is that too competitive to, you know, against your clients? We are, um, so that's yeah, a natural. I figured you were. Yeah, That's it's awesome. an accurate line for us. We, we brought in a new CTO um, who was uh, at JPMC for 12 years, and then he started his own uh, uh, startup, sold that, and now he's at ClickSwitch. Um, but the, the guy's just a genius, and he's built out a really impressive product and engineering team. And our next step, our next step is to um, go to a direct-to-consumer model, but also partner with our financial institutions at the same time. So picture a place where a customer goes there, they enter their zip code. We say, here's the top 10 easiest financial institutions to switch to. Click here and open an account and get switched over. That's kind of the vision for that is to, to drive consumers to banks that are actually leveraging our technology. Interesting. And I assume there could be a bid model there where you, you already know something about that potential customer switching over. And so those banks can, can determine how much that customer could be worth for them. Exactly. So let's say they check the box and they're willing to get their direct deposit switched over and they're willing to fund their new account with $5,000. That's, that's a, a, an account that's probably worth more than somebody who's not willing to set up their direct deposit or just, you know, got an auto loan with a credit union, but that's it. Um, so being able to decipher um, who's worth more, I think will be important for our financial institutions. Yeah, I really like that model. Kale, tell me where you came up with the idea for ClickSwitch. I was at another startup here in Minneapolis. So we're headquartered in Minneapolis. And um, in 2011, the startup I was at, we were launching a mobile deposit, take a picture of your check. And I was tasked mm-hmm. to go to market team to try and sell mobile deposit to these financial institutions. And I was trying to position mobile deposit and the bank feedback just consistently was the same where they kept buying technology from their core provider and all these vendors, but they couldn't get customers actually switched over to use it. There was a fundamental issue right after account opening where they just never saw the customer again. So I realized that there was a huge opportunity to get the customer direct deposit, recurring payments, deliver a sticky checking account, and then that customer will will then use all the other products and services this financial institution is offering. There was just a a fundamental issue we needed to address right there. Right. It took COVID to get people to really start using some of these things. They had to. Yeah. I mean, you look at the account opening industry and Q2 is up, you know, 70%. Yeah. And so how do we, how do we leverage that? How do we start partnering with more uh, digital account opening providers? Because if that's mm. the flow of the user, the brick and mortar training and implementation side, it, it's not as important right now because nobody's going into a branch. So our entire team is now API based. It's digital. Uh, we got to get integrated into the digital flow. So we've, we've tried to change our business model over the past few months as well. I've seen you partner with some of the core providers as well, right? Yep. Yep. So it's a, it's a big model for us um, to not actually rely on the, on the financial 
execution staff user to enroll the customer. If we can pull that information directly from the core, auto enroll them. I get all the time, like when people say, you know, what do you do? And I say, I started a company that enables easy account switching. Oh, that's cool. I've been sitting at my bank for 10 years because it's just such a pain in the butt to get switched right. over. People don't know we actually exist because of, uh, because of the B2B2C model. So being able to get that exposure directly to the end user, let them know a product like ClickSwitch exists is fundamental for us moving forward. Interesting. So you got a lot on your plate and, and this has been fascinating. What, what are your biggest priorities over the next, you know, say six to nine months as we look out into 2021 now? Product, you know, we are, we are trying to create opportunity out of adversity, right? And so when, when COVID happens and you got to go digital, you know, I've been very product focused with our new uh, tech team, our engineering team. You know, we want all the best developers. We're hiring like crazy right now. We're trying to hammer down on growth. Um, our client list is there. We just got to enhance our product to kind of fit the mold uh, for the future for the future at ClickSwitch, which is in, to introduce incremental product lines, which we touched on earlier. If we have 500 financial institutions today using one product, what else can we be cross-selling these financial institutions? Because as you know, FIs hate bringing on new vendors. Mm -hmm. uh, the core model worked for so many years and it continues to work is because it's so hard to switch your core. And the core providers constantly looking at M&A and other ways to acquire additional sticky products so that financial institution can never move away from them. Uh, that's kind of our, our uh, outlook moving forward is we should be providing more solutions to our client base. Got it. Kale, thanks for joining us on the Tearsheet Podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me.